This is Everyday Ayurveda and Yoga, recorded at Halepule on beautiful Kauai. Each month we cover topics that can help you find balance in your life through food, good living, and the eight limbs of Raja Yoga. Learn more at halepule.com. And here's the show. Hello everyone, this is Myra and Kelsey with Halepule's Everyday Ayurveda and Yoga podcast. We are in the midst of our English language 200-hour yoga teacher training. The first two weeks tend to be the most challenging as the doshas and agni are coming into balance. From the consistent eating and sleeping schedule, as well as the sattvic food, the students find they have a greater ability to process the content of the training and experience yoga and Ayurveda in a deep and healing manner. It's really so simple how our physical, mental, and emotional states work so well when we align ourselves with the rhythm of nature. An incredible amount of transformation has already happened with this group, and as they relax into the next two weeks, they will hardly recognize themselves by the end. I was so inspired when I first heard that the study and practice of yoga would bring a transformation of personality. I couldn't wait to not recognize myself anymore. Part of me was scared, terrified really, but the truth of me was ready to move beyond my normal mode of being. It was time to give up the doubts, criticism, sadness, and general negativity that were the biggest part of that norm. Yoga is often referred to as a remembrance. As we let the practices dissolve the parts of us that limit our joy and peace, our true selves show through. We access the peace and faith and deep abiding joy that resides in all of us. We may experience ourselves quite differently, but it's in there. The natural state of our mind is sattva, balance and harmony. And as we clear the clutter, the light of our being can shine through. And in order for this to happen, we need to let go of who we think we are so that we can become who we are meant to be. We gradually guide our students through this process, and it begins before they arrive when we ask them to become aware of the colors they wear and how that affects how they feel. We request they not wear black tops while here and minimize or eliminate black bottoms. Everything is energy, and the more we attune to the subtle energies in life, the more fulfilled we are in anything that we do. The richness of life is in the subtleties which we miss when we're rushing and skimming through life. Color is a vibration. It's an energy. It has an effect on us. Color therapy is a science that has many different approaches, many different schools of thought, some of which may not be uh, as correct as we might like to think, and some may not be really helpful in a therapeutic approach. But what we know from Ayurveda is that there is an effect of the vibration of the colors. They affect the flow of energy in and around the body. The colors around us and what we wear impact how we feel. It affects our aura, the energetic bubble around our body. How we feel in the body at any point in time is a result of the condition of our aura. Color affects our state of mind and mood as well. Black is the absence of light and contracts our aura, whereas white is pure light and expands our aura. I loved color as a child. I loved the bright fluorescent colors and that reflected in my liveliness and 
outward emphasis. As I entered my teenage years and felt insecure and self-critical, my closet became black with a sprinkling of gray and occasionally something white. When I first met you, Myra, I had a lot of black and you suggested I wear less of that and more color. It took a while for me to let go of my attachment to black, but as I gradually shifted away from the black clothing, I felt an opening up and I softened on the inside and the outside. I did feel more secure in black, hence my attachment, but as I cultivated connection to my inner self, I didn't feel so much like I needed to protect myself with the color. I began taking care of my energy, and as a result, I felt safe. It was really remarkable. I don't think about not wearing black until a guest makes a comment or asks a question about why no one here is wearing it. People notice the absence of black clothing in their wardrobes. Yes, they do. <laughs> I'm really glad to be without it. When I first realized the effect of color, it was no surprise because I'd been raised to pay attention to color, and especially all the colors in nature. When I heard someone talk about it, I was in business, and it all just made sense about uh, wearing certain kinds of clothing when you were doing certain types of work. Black for power and protection, white for purity. Everything in between was just for fun. And as we mentioned, white is pure light, although there are variations of white when other colors are added in a small way. And black is the absence of light. Warm colors have more of the sunlight in them. Things like reds and oranges, pinks and golds. You think about it, it's really very practical. This is also how we look at things in Ayurveda in a very practical way and in connection to nature. Ever notice how excited everyone gets when a rainbow shows up in the sky? Yes. <laughs> yeah, we have great rainbows here in Hawaii and in other places too. Cooler colors have more of the water or sky in them. And things like some of the greens and the blues and more silvery color. You can relate it to the more prominent colors in the rainbow. When there's still more moisture present in the sky, then the rainbow has more of the greens and blues. Then red is a strong color and has a high vibration, which makes it warm and brings vitality. It's stimulating. And red increases heat and strength, circulation, and our courage. But too much red brings tension to a person and can contribute to high blood pressure, irritation, and inflammation. It's not too difficult to see that red is not such a good choice for someone with excess pitta or fire element. Orange also has a warming and energizing nature, though not quite as heating as red, and is really nice for a kapha constitution, for example. Yellow is a milder color than red and orange, though still warm. It brings clarity and, and motivation. Green is more neutral than the reds, oranges, and yellows. It's calming for the mind, emotions, and body, and it also balances the heartbeat. Harmony is a nice word to describe the effects of green. It's also great for calming vata disturbance. And then blue is calming and cooling. It'll soothe the body and mind. And it also helps to support our inward focus and meditation. And it encourages a healthy independence in us. It could be great for all of us in the right amounts. And then purple is the color of the crown chakra, Sahasra. 
it enhances the intelligence and the intuition, and it can be stimulating. It also gives us a sense of confidence and maybe authority. Violet is a little bit more detached and often re referenced in relation to the Ajna Chakra. And that includes the center of the head that we use in our intuitive energy practice. Yes, and we do have a free download of those tools on our website in which you'll explore balancing the chakras using color. Gold is warm and brings harmony to the mind. It strengthens the immunity and the heart, and it balances the endocrine system, which is important because this is how our spirit connects to the physical body. Brown is a grounding color, though it can depress our energy, but small amounts can be great, especially when vata is in excess. We can also look at the colors in relation to the gunas of sattva, rajas, and tamas. Sattvic colors are white and gold and violet and blue, and they bring balance and peace, and they increase our happiness in the right amount. And they're good for all doshas, again, in the appropriate amount. Rajasic colors include the more stimulating colors, like yellow and red and orange and purple. And these, they increase our stimulation and activity in the mind, and they will increase the stimulation in the aura as well. What would that feel like in the aura, the increased stimulation? Oh, you might tend to get a little bit anxious or agitated even, depending on the individual's constitution. You know, the right amount of it will feel really good. You get a little bit, you know, some anticipation for something. Ah. Too much of it, then you get excitement, and then you can get anxiety and, all, and agitation. Tamasic colors are those that are dark and dull and the muddy colors. So they bring dullness and inertia and heaviness into the mind and the aura. Browns, blacks, grays. A small amount of them can be very helpful and enjoyable, but too much will have a negative effect on how you feel. Similar with the rajasic colors, that a nice amount supports us to go out into the world, but too much then will lead to tamas. And neons and bright flashy colors are examples of rajas leading toward tamas. Mm -hmm. Let's take a short break, and when we return, explore how to put this information into practical use. Far more than learning postures, Hale Pule Ayurveda and Yoga's 200-hour yoga teacher training will help you discover more about who you truly are. You'll live each day immersed in the teachings of yoga and Ayurveda, unlocking your understanding of the complementary nature of the two sister sciences and giving you a unique and natural perspective on true health. Hale Pule's training supports a lifelong practice of growth, healing, and personal expansion. Visit halepule.com for details. We're back. We've been discussing the qualities of colors. Now, on to how to apply this information to our life. The colors are associated with the planets and with the doshas. The planets are called grahas in Jyotish, which is Vedic astrology. Graha means that which seizes. The planets are powerful energetic entities that affect us in different ways at different times of our life. They have physical, mental, emotional effects. Jyotish explains the unique relationship we have with each planet throughout our life. And some planets are positive and helpful to us, and we can enhance those positive influences 
by wearing more of the colors associated with that planet. Other planets present more challenges to us, so we may wear less of that planet's colors, or only on the day related to that planet to support it. If you know the planets in your chart that support you, see how it feels to wear more of those colors, and also include them more in your home decorations. If you haven't had an astrology reading yet, then wearing the color of the planet that rules each day is a great way to begin to feel these energies and to attune yourself not only to the vibration of the colors, but to the vibration of the planets. Monday is the day of the moon, and the color of the moon is white. Tuesday is the day of Mars, and the color red. Wednesday is the day of Mercury, in which it's great to wear green. And Thursday, the day of Jupiter is yellow. Friday, the day of Venus, is white or blue. Saturday is the day of Saturn. You can wear blue or black. Sunday, the day of the sun, is red. The relationship of the color to the planet is also reflected in the precious stones that are associated with them. We use them to make healing elixirs in, in Ayurveda, and we do that here at Holly Pulling. We'll talk about that in a future podcast. If you don't have the specific color to wear on a certain day, wear a color that has that color as a component. I mentioned the relationship of some colors to the doshas a few minutes ago. They can calm or increase the dosha based on their qualities and whether they're warming or cooling. It's pretty simple if you think about it in a practical and natural way. It's a great way to exercise the feminine aspect of your thinking. Practice it. Kvata dosha is composed of the air and ethers elements and has the qualities of sharp, clear, cold, light, dry, and airy. Color generally brings vitality to Vata, though excessively bright colors, like the fluorescents or neons, may aggravate it as they stimulate the nervous system. But warm colors like orange, gold, or yellow, with calming colors like white, or the lighter shades of blue or green, work very well. Dark, deep colors are grounding for Vata, but the black and the gray will decrease vitality. Balancing the elements from the dosha reflects in the balance of our minds, and incorporating various colors appropriate for you can increase your sense of security, mental calm, memory, and peace. Pitta is the fire and water elements with the qualities of hot and being moist at first and sharp, and then in excess, it becomes dry. Colors that are too warm or bright will increase the heat of Pitta, along with increasing impatience, anger, and ego. So this also includes the neon colors. Pitta is pacified with cooling and calming colors like blues and white and silver. Pastels and neutrals calm Pitta too and allow the balanced characteristics of Pitta to shine through us. Good organization, clarity, leadership, and the ability to get things done. And Kapha is the earth and water elements and has the qualities of cold, heavy, smooth, and moist. 
bright and warm colors like red, orange, and yellow, and also contrasting color combinations balance kapha. They support mental flexibility and a loving and caring disposition. The great part of all of us. Too much white or cooling colors like silver and blue will increase kapha, as will sweet colors like baby blue or pink. Deep and dark colors have a heaviness that will also increase kapha, but a rusty type color is okay. The most important thing is to see how it feels to you. The more we can develop the subtle sensitive side of ourselves, the richer our life becomes. So let it be something fun to work with the colors in your clothing and in your home. There are many ways to use color as therapy in our lives. As I mentioned, the clothing, our jewelry, the paint color on our walls, and the colors that we use, especially in the bedroom, that's a nice one to pay attention to and not have it be too stimulating. All kinds of things. When you're choosing colors to wear, you might base it on the day and what planet is associated with that day, and then how you're feeling. When you notice how you feel and are aware of which doshas relate to the qualities in your mind, emotions, and your body, then you can apply the principle of opposite brings balance and choose something that will help counter those feelings that you might like to move beyond. For example, if you feel depressed, you can choose something brighter. If you feel irritated and angry, stay away from red and choose something cooling, such as a nice blue. And notice how you can adjust how you feel based on what you expose yourself to in your clothing and your food and your environment. It's a shift of energy that takes place. And sometimes the, the mind will fight it if you're really stuck in something. But if you just allow yourself to interact easily with your environment, then you'll notice the difference. See how you feel in relation to the Mahagunas of Tamas, Rajas, and Sattva. If you're feeling dull and lethargic, choose a little bit more Rajas and Sattvic colors. If you're feeling more Rajasic from overactivity and stimulation, then decrease stimulating colors. So no neon orange or green, and increase your sattvic colors, the whites, blues, and greens. I mentioned not wearing black earlier in the podcast, but some black on occasion could work in a busy place like an airport to feel more contained and secure, when you feel like you need a little more protection. Right, definitely. Use of color and color therapy is not a black and white thing. There's really no right and wrong Just as in Ayurveda, we talk about that there's really principles to follow, but there's no right and wrong. It's all about choices. So you can use these principles related to color and their vibration at home for yourself, or if you're a practitioner, it can be quite helpful in the healing process and working with your clients. There's so many simple things that we can do to support ourselves in our everyday life and to help us through the rough times especially. Using consciousness around color can enhance daily life and the healing process when problems arrive. Remember to think of it all as energy and vibration, and what we choose has an effect on how that feels in our body. And by nature, energy moves. Keep your prana, your life force, moving, but of course not too much. Just the right amount for you to be loved.
That's all we have time for today. Thank you for joining us. If you'd like to work with us to determine the best approach for you, we offer consultations in person and by phone, Skype, or FaceTime. Thanks so much for listening to Everyday Ayurveda and Yoga. Don't forget, if you have a question or a topic you'd like us to cover, just submit your question on Facebook or Twitter with the hashtag AskHaleePule. That's H-A-L-E-P-U-L-E. And if you want to go deeper on your own path toward health, book a consultation at hollypule.com. In Ayurveda, we understand that we each have a unique constitution. Halipule's tridoshic approach is ideal for families and supports multiple constitutions. You can cultivate sattva in cooking, knowing that you're making meals that support everyone's constitution. Subtle adjustments may be required, but it doesn't need to be a stress point. To learn our tridoshic approach to create nourishing meals, Join Simple Ayurvedic Cooking with Halepule. Their recipes are easy, delicious, and will leave you feeling energized. And the link to join is in our show notes.